Welcome to Pure Mind Magic, the show to evolve your mind. Our mind is the most powerful thing we have, but no one teaches us how to use it. When we find out how, we're ready to create magic in life and in business. Learn real mindset secrets from brilliant minds around the world to change your mindset and income level forever. With every decision you make, you create your future. What is your next move? Now, welcome your host. Host, international magician, speaker, and podcast performance consultant, Jennifer S. Royal. Hi, this is Jennifer, and welcome back to Pure Mind Magic. If you are new here, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast that is totally free for you. And with that, you won't miss any of the new upcoming episodes. So today's episode brings us to New York City, someone who is working and living there as a life trader. His name is Anmol Singh and he's really into life trading and learned all of that for himself. He's basically from India and he's an entrepreneur and now helps a lot of people to get started into trading when they are interested, either doing that part time or even full time. So he's really into education and he knows a lot about psychology and how success is working in general and why having success in business and with trading has so much to do with your personality and also your personal development. So Anmol will give us some insights on the trading business today and also how you can get started and what his best education tips are to learn and to make money while you are trading. And this is actually something what you know you can do from anywhere in the world. Before we start the interview, I just wanted to quickly mention that when you stay until the end, I do have another musician and he reached out to give him a little shout out of his new album. So I will mention that at the end of the episode. But now let's do some business and here is for you live from New York, Anmol Singh. Hi Anmol, welcome to Pure Mind Magic. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to chatting with you. Awesome. So where are you today? Right now I'm in bright and sunny New York City in uh, New York. Very nice. So to give our listeners a short overview, can you please introduce yourself? Sure. So um, my name is Anmol Singh. I'm currently a uh, stock market and a forex trader. And I'm also a coach for people involved with trading the markets, hedge funds, mutual funds. And then uh, I have an advisory and education firm that teaches others how to do the same. Uh, apart from that, I'm also an author. I'm an entrepreneur. I have uh, various other businesses. And I'm just you know, looking to be the best version of me. Wow. That is really a great goal to start with. And is there a reason business-related why you are in New York right now? Has it to do with the trading? Yes. Yeah, so originally, you know, I was born and raised in, in India and I was always, you know, interested in learning about the stock market at Wall Street. Always just had me very interested. So as soon as I turned 18, I uh, went to London to, you know, do my studies for my college. And, um, you know, I, I was there for about five years. 
And then that's when I started trading the U.S. market from London. And then I decided, you know what, if I'm trading the U.S. market, I should probably move to the heart of, you know, um, of the U.S. market, which is Wall Street in New York. So then that's when, um, you know, I decided to move to New York. And since then, I've been here. Awesome. And I know it was like years ago and you had to have a broker to take part in the whole trading business. And nowadays it's really possible to do that yourself when you know how it works basically from anywhere in the world. So what fascinates you most and where do you see the biggest change in that industry over the last years? Right. So now it's actually very accessible for anybody to trade regardless of where they're from, you know, what their background is. You know, back in the day, there used to be a lot of regulations, limitations, and then you needed a lot of money to trade, and then you needed to find a broker in order to do that. And a lot of times, you weren't able to do that with a proper education or a background. Nowadays, with the advent of technology, everything has become so easy that anybody trading from, you know, from home without previous background can open up a brokerage account usually the same day and put on their first trade within just a few minutes. So nowadays, everything's much faster and much more accessible uh, for anybody to get started. I mean, think about it. People who, let's say, live in India. When I, when I started trading for the first time, I was living in India. And I was still able to trade the U.S. market from India. All you really needed was internet connection. So um, I think now things are just uh, very accessible. No excuses. Everybody has the access to make things happen. Fantastic. So how does a typical day look in your life as a trader? A uh, typical day is, you know, I, I wake up uh, and I snooze my alarm, first one. And then the second <laughs> alarm, I finally wake up and then uh, I usually go to my uh, my office, which is just a walk away from the hallway uh, in, in my room. And then I walk away to the other uh, office that I have in my house, go over there, set up. My desk is already set up every day and the night before. So that I walk up to my desk, everything's already on and turned on at the right time. I start by, you know, just looking at the news, see what's happening around the world. I look at, you know, what stocks I might want to trade today, what stocks have fresh news or fresh, you know, information coming up this morning. And then I build a list of watch uh, stocks that I want to watch uh, for us to trade when the market opens. When the market opens, I, you know, go through them, try and find some trades. And then I run a daily broadcast with my team of traders, um, which, you know, come into the room every day. And it's like a live broadcast. So my screen's on, my webcam's on, audio's on, and me and my partner, we're just trading real time. It's like a live broadcast. So it's a very fun thing. We do that till about, you know, one o'clock, um, till about 12 o'clock. And then I take a little break, 15-minute break. And then I trade for another hour. And this time I change my focus from stocks to currencies. So then I'm working with my team of currency traders, doing the live broadcast over there. And then rest of the day is just, you know, mostly uh, answering emails and, you know, trying to work out, go to the gym here and there. Um, and rest of the day is pretty easy. Usually I work really focused and really smart from like 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning till like 1.30, 2 o'clock. I really work my focus work. And then after 2 o'clock, I pretty much got rest of the day to uh, do whatever uh, that I want. Amazing. That sounds like a really solid blueprint you are having there to have a successful day in New York. So fantastic. And Anmol, I'm really curious now because, of course, 
So I'm a magician. I know how to deal with all the pressure when you go out on stage, but I imagine it's the same like when you are trading because there's always your money on the line. So you, every second you could lose it when you make a wrong decision. So what is the trading psychology and what best tips do you have on how to control your emotions and really stay focused and not getting too excited and just have, yeah, like your decisions under control. Right. So, and that's actually pretty good because trading, you know, uh, could be like magic because, you know, just like in magic, you, you practice, you have your, you know, strategies and you do all that work in the background. And then when you're on the stage, you now you have to perform. There's no room for mistakes. You got to make it, you know, a fluid, uh, fluid and smooth uh, performance. Same thing with trading. Like you can do all the homework and all the strategies, all the studying before the market opens, right? But when the market opens, you have to actually execute and do what your plan was. So planning is the number one key. Just like in, you know, in your uh, career, magic, like planning, practicing what you do before you get on stage is the most important part. So same thing with trading. You know, we always tell traders you got to work on the strategy. You got to practice it. You got to work on your own mindset, your own psychology, and uh, you know, focus on making money, not on being right. A lot of people want to be right, but uh, you know, you could you could either be right or you could either make money. <laughs> you know, that's one <laughs> of the things in trading. So um, you know, we work with them to make sure they're mentally strong uh, to follow the trading plan because you know, when the markets open, things are moving up and down. Sometimes you're up a lot of money, sometimes you're down a lot of money, but being able to trust the process, trust the strategy, trust the work that you've done before the market opens uh, is the biggest difference maker. Psychology uh, is, I would say, the different, biggest difference maker between those traders who make it and those that don't. Those that make it have a very disciplined uh, mindset. I see. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And actually, that's true. So magic is a lot about preparation. And it looks like it's the same with trading. So you would say that you have to do some research and really do understand the market and what's going on currently to be a successful trader. Um, yeah, but and more than that would be to once you've created the strategy, right now being able to be confident enough to follow the strategy. Because let's say I tell somebody, okay, you should buy this stock at $30, and when it goes to $40, you should get out of it and take your profit. And it comes to $40. Now, rather than getting out as per the plan, they might say, well, maybe it could go to $50, right? And then they get greedy. And then it never goes to $50. It starts coming back down, and they never get that profit. So a lot of times people turn a winning trade into like a losing trade uh, with the emotion of greed. And then same thing with the fear. They get into a stock. It start, you know, they buy it at $30, it starts to go down a little bit, and then they get fearful, and then they get out, right? And then the stock reverses and goes back up again, and then they miss out of it because they were, you know, fearful, so they got out of the stock early. And a lot of times, people make a different kind of mistake, which is they hold on to a losing trade for never and ever, hoping that it will come back up, right? But that's where trading in magic is a little bit different. <laughs> Sometimes they don't come back up. You know, so a lot of times uh, they need to learn when to get out, when to take their loss. So, you know, if you're in a trade, uh, minimize your losers, right? Follow the plan and get out of it when it's not working. When the strategy has failed, you should get out of the stock. But I think the mistake that a lot of traders make is they buy and hope. They hope it comes back up. But hope and praying is not a strategy. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. So what would you say, Anmol, what is the best mindset you can have to be a successful trader? I think the mindset that you need to have is mindset of focus 
and a mindset of discipline, right? Uh, you should have integrity, which is, you know, doing what you said you were going to do and then doing it when you said you were going to do it. So the mindset that you need to have is a very disciplined mindset, uh, not getting excited by the market moves. Oh, this stock is moving up so much. You know, not focusing and getting excited on what's happening, but focusing on your own plan and executing your own plan. That sounds good. So when someone listening right now is really interested in getting involved into the whole trading industry, what would you say is a budget you need to get the ball rolling? Um, I think budget will differ for everybody. So like, for example, if you want to trade currencies and Forex, any amount's fine, right? Like there's no minimum. It's just that you have to be realistic, right? Like if you start with a $500 account, I mean, you're not going to make a million dollars. You know, you have to just be realistic with, you know, what you're expecting. But in currency markets, you can start with as low as $500, $1,000, more than enough to start. Just you have to realize that, you know, your profits are not going to be that big at that level. Uh, and then uh, for stock market trading, again, if you want to day trade the stock market, which is the U.S. stock market, you have to have at least $25,000. That's just the law here in uh, the U.S. Now, if you're outside the U.S., so let's say you're in Germany, you're in London, you're anywhere else, you can start with as little as $1,000, right? But if you are living in the U.S. and you need at least $25,000 to day trade, uh, but if you want to buy a stock today, sell it tomorrow, and not get in and out the same day, you can start with as low as $1,000. So, you know, that's more than reasonable to start off with. I always tell people to start small with a small account. And then grow the account, right? Focus on taking that account and growing it into a bigger one rather than, you know, just having a, trying, you know, not trading at all, saying, hey, I don't have a big account. Maybe I should not trade right now. But what if you just take a small account and you grow it over time? It's going to take you a little bit of a while, but uh, you can definitely grow the account if you do it properly. Mm, makes so much sense. So we have the budget and obviously also when you would like to get involved into trading, you need the skill set for it. We covered the mindset already. So Anmol, what would you say is the best to get the skills? Like, do you recommend reading books or doing online courses or getting an actual private mentor, someone who is really teaching you how everything is working or a combination of all of that, what would you say is the best strategy here? Well, the best strategy, um, you know, is always to find one mentor, right? One person who you really like, who you really trust more than anything, and then whose results you would want to get, right? That's really important. So once you find a person like that, then, you know, you, you got to do whatever you, you have to do to make sure that they teach you. So it could be if they have a coaching program, if they have a mentoring program, signing up for that if they don't have coaching or mentoring you know emailing them a lot getting in touch with them so i think finding one mentor is really important and i specify that one mentor because there's many different ways to do everything right even in trading there's no one strategy there's many different ways to trade the markets some people like to look at charts and technicals some people like to look at the news you know look at the company's accounts their management strategy so there's many different ways to you know trade and invest in the market That's why I emphasize you have to find one person because if you read too many books, if you watch too many videos, if you take too many courses, you're going to get confused because everybody trades a little bit differently. So one person is going to say you should do it like this, this, this. The other person says, no, you should not do it like that. That's totally wrong. You should actually do it like that. And the third person says both of them are wrong. This is the right way to do it. 
So the more people you listen to, the more confused you're going to get and you're going to get paralysis by analysis where you know a lot of knowledge but you can't actually do anything. So I would say find one mentor, stick to everything that they're saying, make sure you give it a full, you know, full try and not just, you know, trying it passively. I think that's more important. But if somebody's totally brand new, uh, nothing wrong. You know, go get some books on investing. Just learn the basics about the stock market and uh, you should be good to go. Awesome. That was really valuable advice you gave there. And I think this is true for any other field, not just only for trading to really keep your focus to one advice or one mentor instead of reading a ton of books and every book tells you something else, of course. And before we were talking about Anmol, that you also are in the education field when it comes to trading. So what do you offer for someone who's interested to learn everything and to really get involved and maybe starting from scratch and building up all this knowledge to really um, do trade trading part-time or even full-time right so i think the best thing uh we suggest most people is to uh, go to our website which is livetraders.com and then go over to the education section of the blog so once you go to the education section of the blog you can you know read a lot of those blog posts get a little basic understanding there's even a trading uh lingo section on our website which you can click and you can watch the different definitions of different stuff what does this mean what does that mean All that's on the website for free, right? And then after that, what I recommend is, again, you're going over to YouTube, right, and watching our free content. Watch a lot of the free videos, read them, watch over them, and you'll st slowly start to build a good education and a good knowledge of trading the markets uh, along with our free ebook that's also on the website that you could read. So that will give people a lot of the basics of the markets and how everything works, and if and that will give them a good understanding of this, if this is something they should even do. Because it's not right for everybody, right? Some people make great traders, some people don't. But as long as you have a willingness to learn and an open mind, you could absolutely get it. And then uh, you can feel free to call my office. Uh, there's a number on the website. If you call that office, um, you know, one of our live traders consultants will get on the phone with you. He'll talk to you. He'll understand, you know, your situation, where you're at. And then based on that, he would guide you if this is right for you or not right for you. So I think that's the best way to go forward with that. All right, good advice. So what would you say, Anmol, how big is the time investment when someone is looking to do that part-time or as a side hustle to get into entrepreneurship? How much time do you need to invest per day or per week to get this uh, business started? Right, so again, there will be two types of people. One person who wants to learn like all the strategies, learn how we do what we do and learn to do it himself or herself. So if you want to learn, then I would say at least 30 minutes, an hour a day, right? So you can watch the broadcast that we do. You know, you can watch our recordings, the video material, video courses. So at least that if you want to learn and full time. Now, if you're somebody who's like, you know what? I already have a business. I already have a job. I don't want to learn and, you know, make trading my profession, but I would love to invest my money. So maybe you have money sitting in your bank account or, you know, savings account, and it's not giving you anything, right? Banks don't give you anything these days. But you're like, you know what? Money is sitting there just going waste. Why don't I learn how to invest so I can trade the markets on the side and invest and grow my money? Now, that's a great approach. Now, that approach doesn't take a lot of time. Maybe 30 minutes on, any, on a Sunday evening, right? That's all it really takes. So we have 
a newsletter that we send out for all those people who have a job or have a business but just want to trade on the side. Uh, they don't really want to learn, but they just want to follow along, right? So whatever we're doing, they want to do the same trades so they can get the same results. So with that, it's pretty easy. Every Sunday evening, they get a newsletter in their inbox. They can just click the newsletter, right? Watch the video in newsletters, a 30-minute video. They can watch what's going on in the markets. And then it shows them the trades that we're actually doing in our own account. Hey, we're going to buy this on Monday at this price. Here's our entry. Here's our target for the stock, right? And we provide all of those numbers so that you can look at it on Sunday, put it in your brokerage account on Sunday evening so that next Monday when the market opens, you're good to go. All right. So we covered a lot now on time. What actually is needed from the technical side to really start trading? So what kind of account do you need to yeah, start it? Sure. So, I mean, uh, to get started as a day trader or, or even a swing trader, you need a brokerage account. So a brokerage account, there's different countries have different brokerage accounts. So for in the, in the U.S., the most popular ones are TradeStation, Interactive Brokers. So any of those brokers you can open an account with. Usually they have a minimum of about $500, you know, to open the account. So you fill out your documents, you put in the paperwork, and within, you know, 24 hours you'll have an open account ready to trade. Right now, the next step, once the account is open, as I said, you watch the videos, you you know read the books, you maybe come, you maybe get into the newsletter, subscribe to the newsletter that we have, right? So they can follow along what we're trading, just copy our trades, and um, those for that, you're also going to need obviously internet, right? Internet's going to be required to put on any trades. You're going to need either a computer or a laptop, right? Nowadays, you can actually do it even from the phone. So if you're going to be doing part-time trading. You can even do it from your phone. There's apps nowadays. Um, there's a Robinhood app, which is free to download on most platforms. Uh, it's a free brokerage firm. You can open an account right within the app, and you can use the app to trade. So these days, as long as you have internet and you have you know knowledge, or if not knowledge, you're signing up for a newsletter like ours, which is just telling you what we're doing. Uh, that's all that's really required. And then you have to, again, actually do it, right? Because... I can only, you know, we can only tell you what we're trading. We're buying this stock. We're selling this stock here. We can only tell you what we're doing, but you actually now have to do it on your own. Of course. Yeah. So sounds not too complicated, actually, to really get started in this business. And now the question what I think a lot of listeners do have is when you get started, what would you say, say, Amol, how long in general, does it take until you are able to really make some profit? Um, so if you're if you are uh, learning, you want to learn how to do this yourself. You know, you take our courses, you learn. I mean, usually most people I find uh, to learn at least takes them six months, right? Minimum, you know, minimum I would say six months, but more realistic is about one year, right? That's for people who will really want to learn, which is normal because again, if you want to become a doctor. You go to medical school, right? Four or five years, and then you become a doctor. So if you want to become a lawyer, you go to law school, right? You go to three, four, five years, you take the bar exam, you intern as a clerk, and then maybe finally you become a lawyer. So with trading, you know, sometimes for some reason, people think they can just start trading and make money right away, but it's also a profession, right? You have to learn. So six to 12 months is a realistic time frame uh, for those who want to learn. How to do it however if you're just following our trades if you you know join the newsletter and you're not really learning you're just following every single trade we're doing 
then there's nothing for you to learn. You can start seeing profit immediately. Very good. So that sounds motivational and also makes sense that there is a learning curve involved actually to l understand this whole business. And Anmol, you also do have a book up on Amazon. It's called Prepping for Success. Can you give us some insights on what to expect in the book and who this is for? Sure. So uh, Prepping for Success is a book I published earlier in this year. And my whole goal with the book was just to take all that I've learned, you know, in my personal development journey. So I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on, you know, seminars, workshops, courses, books, tapes, like CDs, like you name it. I spent a lot of money, you know, when I was early on in my career to really learn and how I can improve and I can get better. So I spent a lot of this money. So my goal with this book was to distill it down into 10 keys. So everything that I've learned in all my personal development journey, right, what are the things that help me the most and what are the things that work for me and really distill it and compile it into 10 keys. You know, so this is a very short book. Uh, my goal was that everybody buys it and reads it. You can finish it in like a day or two if you really read it. And um, it's going to give you, you know, take out all the fluff and give you right to the point. Because I think a lot of the books these days, They are long books. They have a lot of great stories, right? Great stories, great anecdotes. But the concept is very simple. You know, I appreciate if people just get to the point. You know, being a busy person running multiple businesses, I don't have time to read every single word of a book. So I really hate books that have a lot of stories and a lot of, you know, this and that. So my book was straight to the point. It's mainly meant for people who are, you know, time uh, strapped and they could dive straight and they pick up the book. Key number one, key number two, key number three, all the way till 10 keys. And there's a little bit of explanation about each key. And then every chapter ends with, okay, before you move on to the next chapter, here's what you need to do, right? So that way you're constantly learning because uh, that's another thing that people make a mistake with the book is that they buy a book, they read it, and then they move on to the next book, right? But this book is not about that. It's book is about you read a chapter, you do what it said in that chapter, Only then you move on to the next chapter. So that way, by the time you finish the 10 keys, you fully internalized it and it becomes a part of you. So this book is all about success, how to achieve success, how to prepare for success and how you can become a better version of yourself. Awesome. And it looks like it really paid off for you that you invested all those hundreds of thousands of dollars into yourself. And it's always said that this is the best investment you can do to invest in yourself. So this is something you take anywhere with you. And uh, the book sounds really interesting about everything you described and you are right. So with the time, most people are really, really busy and I can imagine, especially in New York, so the city that never sleeps. And maybe Anmol, can you give us the first or any key of the book here to reveal that and give the listeners an idea what to expect? Sure, so the number one success key in the book is integrity. And integrity, as we touched upon earlier, is doing what you said you were going to do and then doing it when you said you were going to do it, right? So when you say something, you should do it. You should uh, move forward with it. And a lot of times people, you know, I, ask my, I ask people, you know, where in your life do you have a lack of integrity? And everybody likes to think, oh, yeah, no, I'm a, you know, I'm a person of integrity. I got integrity. But you, do you really have integrity, right? And then you have to look at that. Now, integrity could mean, again, as simple as, let's say, your parents are calling you, You look at the phone, you don't pick up, 
and you text them, yeah, I'll, uh, I'm just in the middle of something, I'm just a little bit busy, let me call you back, and you never did, right? Maybe a friend or someone messages you, hey, how's it going, we should probably meet up, we haven't met up in a long time, we should meet. You say, yeah, we should definitely meet, let's meet up soon, and then that's it, you never follow through, you never meet, right? So these small little things show a lack of integrity, and we have to notice that, we have to catch that when that happens, right? Maybe you're driving, somebody calls you, hey, I'm driving, let me call you back, and you, and you never call them back, right, or her back. Or maybe you got, you got a reply to an email that you're still unread in your inbox, you haven't replied that email yet. It could be a text message you haven't replied at. It could be, hey, you know, from Monday I'm gonna start working out and go to the gym, and you never go, right? Maybe I, I should stop eating out, I should maybe eat more healthy food, and then you're still eating the same stuff. So I think those little things, lack of integrity, they cause low self-esteem and low self-confidence. To improve the self-confidence, self-esteem, you have to first believe in your own word, right? Whatever you're saying, do you really believe what you're saying, right? And can you imagine how good, how great life will be if we did everything that we said we were going to do, right? The whole life would change. So that's one of the things I talk about the most in the book, uh, key number one, integrity. That's really a magic key you mentioned there. And so true, that creates a ripple effect into different areas in your life when you really keep up with what you're saying. And Anmol, you also touched on it before and now again about uh, working out. So you do it in a daily routine. What would you say how important is working out, especially when you are doing a lot of work with your mind, like work where you have to be really concentrated? How does a really fit body impact the mental work and the success in general? Right. So, I mean, it, it totally impacts it. And I, I've seen it firsthand because I've gone through phases in my life where I used to be really fit. You know, six-pack ab, boxing and everything. And then I've gone through phases where I'm not working out at all and I'm sluggish, right? And now, now again, my goal is, again, to get back into the groove. So what I've noticed is that, you know, when I used to be in the peak shape of my life, when I used to be in a really good shape, really fit, working out, my mind was always faster and there was less brain fog, meaning I could make my decisions much faster. Like you ask me a question, hey, should we do this? Should we do that? Or maybe you're in a business setting, your employees ask you, Should we do this strategy or that strategy? And you, I could come up with ideas like that, like boom, let's do this. So you were very decisive, you were taking action, you were much faster and clearer in your thinking, and you also felt great, right? Now, the same way, when I stopped working out for a long time, I was focusing on my businesses, and I, you know, workout was not a priority for me, I just didn't work out, and I noticed I was a little bit more sluggish, you know, my thoughts weren't that clear, you know, Rather than making a decision, I was thinking a lot more. So a lot of the things slowed down. So I think that's a huge difference maker. And that's one of the goals that I've set for myself is I want to finish the year strong, right? Most people set New Year resolution. They want to start the year strong. For me, I've done the opposite. I want to finish the year strong. And, you know, so I hired a personal trainer actually just last week. I hired a personal trainer. So you train me, you know, three, four times a week. So that way I'm fully staying accountable. And I want to finish the year strong, so then 2020, I can start it even stronger. That's a really, really cool goal. And I like that to turn it around to finish strong and start instead of uh, starting strong, what most people have in mind, and then they are not able to keep up with that. So really, really good advice you are giving there. And 
looking back and going through all this personal development content you mentioned, like in seminars, on tapes, books, what would you say when it comes to personal development, Anmol? What is the best book you have read so far? Oh, that's a very tough one. <laughs> I mean, I've read a lot of uh, books and a lot of good books. There's a lot of great books I've read, but one that comes to mind, and uh, it's not because of it's a great book, it's because of the concept of the book is one of the best, which is Mindset by Carol Dweck. So Mindset by Carol Dweck is a great book that talks about the growth mindset, meaning you know, not focusing on what could have been, but what we could do, and that changes a lot of things. So that, I would say, is one of the best concepts that I've read in a book but then again there's multiple books I've read along the way um, you know but uh, mindset would be one of the top ones on the list very good and is there also any kind of an audiobook or something on YouTube that you could really recommend in terms of motivation and really staying on track uh, being confident uh, building the best version of yourself yes I think um in terms of even the book, even books and audiobooks, you should basically read and listen to everything by Werner Erhard, right? So Werner Erhard, if you uh, YouTube him, uh, he, he doesn't teach anymore, I think, but there's some recordings of him long time ago from like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Those, I would say, the best recordings I've ever heard on YouTube on anything. And even their book, Six Laws of uh, Performance, uh, is a really uh, great book to get. But yeah, I think uh, that's probably, I would say, the best thing people can do on free. Go on YouTube, type in Werner Erhard, and uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Awesome. That sounds really good. And also, is there something that you heard once from a mentor or someone else that really st stuck with you so that you still remember like from time to time and something that really helped you or uh, made a change or... Uh, like put your business to the next level yeah uh, you know i would say there's there's a lot of variety of things but uh you know the three things that have the three sayings or three quotes that have really impacted me uh, are, are basically i'll go over the first one first one obviously is you know return on investment is more important than return on ego that's a really important one it's a very deep one that most people don't understand this quote but that's a really important one basically meaning focus on if you're working on your business Focus on, on return on investment, what's moving the needle, rather than being right, you know, and having your ego. Because a lot of people spend money these days on Instagram and Twitter to brand themselves, right, to look really good. But that's return on ego, right? That's not really improving the business. So that's one. And the number two um, that I heard was, the, you, know, you know, it's about change. When do people change? Well, they change when the pain to stay the same is greater than the pain to change. That's when they change. And that's one of the things I've realized is that most people don't want to change. They think they want to change, that they don't really change. But when the pain of staying how they are right now is greater than the pain it will be to change, that's when the true change happens. So that's the second quote that impacted me the most. And the third is, is obviously, as I already touched upon, integrity. You know, because um, one of the one of the, my mentors, I went to one of these uh, workshops. And he, you know, we were going over my business, we we're going over my life and my workouts, and he was like, you know, he just said, you, you, there's no integrity, right? You say you want to do this, you want to do that, but your actions are not saying that. So that made the biggest difference for me. That's when I was like, you know, you're right. I'm saying all these things I want to do, but I'm not doing it. So I would urge all the listeners, 
to you know think about what are things in your life that you said you will do right you're gonna do or you're gonna achieve this or you're gonna start this i'm gonna start this business i'm gonna start this podcast i'm gonna do this whatever right think of things you've said and you didn't do now you will notice the lack of integrity right now we gotta go and fix that makes definitely a sense any other tip you have to really improve the self-esteem? Um, you know, self-esteem, self-confidence, you know, that all happens through competence. So, you know, confidence happens from competence and competence happens from actually doing stuff, right? So there's no book that you can read that's going to give you confidence. There's no program you can buy that's going to give you confidence. I'm sure you can go to workshops and motivational seminars They will get you confident for like one hour and then you go home and then, you know, you're back normal. So the only way you build confidence is actually doing stuff, meaning taking action, right? So taking action on what you want to do. And then again, integrity will also build self-esteem because once your brain starts thinking, you know what? Everything I say, I do, right? Everything I say, I do. Wow. So if everything I'm saying, I'm doing, I'm very powerful, right? And you slowly, your brain starts training itself. That, man, I do everything I say. So next time you say something, you go and do it. So it builds this loop that trains your mind to be confidence and self-esteem because you believe in your word, right? But if you don't believe in your word, that's going to cause low self-esteem. And again, if you don't believe in your world, uh, how do you expect the universe to believe in your word? Mm, yeah, very wise. So what would you say, Anmol, because you are doing all this trading and all that has to do with money and many people are still on the track that they have this mindset installed that you really have to work hard for your money. But actually, when you bring it to the bank, so no one asks you how hard you work for the money. And obviously, in our age now of the Internet, it is possible to make money while you are sleeping and obviously with trading kind of the same. So what is your best tip to be able to make this transition and to get out of this mental trap where you think that you really have to work hard for your money, like that you have tr uh, to trade time for money here? How can you break free and really start to believe in all the opportunities that are out there and all the other possibilities on how you can make money in a like, comfortable way and even when you are sleeping or spending time with your family? Right. I think that is very, you know, very common question I have a lot of people is that a lot of people don't have the belief that it can be done or they, they don't believe it can be done. They don't think it can be done. I would just tell those people, check, you know, try this exercise. Close your eyes, right? And then you open it back up again. Now, once your eyes are open, just look around you, right? How many other people are doing it, right? Are there other people in your field doing really well? Are there other people who are running podcasts that are really, really doing well? Yes. Are there people making millions of dollars running their, you know, show and, you know, having their online businesses? Yes. Are there people making money selling on Amazon? Yes. So whatever you look, you'll be able to find people who are able to achieve what you think is not, you know, realistic. So you think is not realistic, but yet the facts don't lie. Facts are showcasing something different, which is there's people in every field from drop shipping, from selling on Amazon, from trading, from doing their online course, from writing a book. The people in fields that are doing really well, making money. So it's definitely possible. Now the question is, what are you doing to get there, right? Are you doing what all those other people are doing, 
right? Most likely why you haven't gotten results and the other people have is because they are doing stuff, right? And you're not doing, you're more stuck in paralysis by analysis, thinking, reading, you know, uh, watching seminars, but not actually doing stuff. So I think that's really important to train your mindset to be strong. So first you have to believe how you believe, just look at other people. They're doing it already. There's not, nothing surprising. Now your goal is to find out what they're doing so you can do the same thing. Fantastic answer to my question. So, animals, thank you so much for being on the show today. So that was way more than I expected. Really, really impressive. Everything you know about the success psychology and really the personal development and how your whole personality affects everything you're doing in business and with trading as well. So I'm sure a lot of listeners are really interested now in learning more about you. You mentioned your website with the lifetraders.com already. I will put it in the show notes as well. But is there another way to connect with you on social media or LinkedIn or anyone who's just interested to get in touch with you personally and maybe even get you as a mentor? Sure. So as far as trading, yeah, we already talked about that, which is lifetraders.com. And then if you're interested in getting the book, you can find the book on Amazon or Barnes and Nobles. But there's a website also is preppingforsuccess.com slash book. So if you go to preppingforsuccess.com slash book, you'll find more information about the book as well as the links to, uh, you know, get a copy for yourself. But apart from that, um, I'm available. I'm on LinkedIn. You can search for me, Anmol Singh. You'll find me on LinkedIn. And then I'm also on Twitter and Instagram uh, with the same username, which is Delta90. It's uh, D-E-L-T-A-N-I-N-E-T-Y. So Delta90 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can keep up with what I'm doing and uh, feel free to reach out. But again, I wish you uh, guys all the best. And any questions, uh, don't hesitate to reach out. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you learned something from today's interview with Anmol Singh. Make sure to check out his website to get some further information in case you're really interested in how the whole trading process is working. And now, as I mentioned, there is a new musician, this time someone from the field of house and dance, a music album that was released in July 2019. And the name of the album is DJ Wall of Sound remixes from Mad Warner's album Music is My Life. And the single is from DJ Wall of Sound, How Do I Love Thee. So this is a Ralphie Rosario remix. It's from the label Wake Up Music Group. And I will leave a YouTube link below this episode so you can have a watch and a listen. And then there is also another link where you can get the song if you like it. So when you are into dance and house music, I think this is perfect for you. Go check it out and I wish you a magical time. Talk to you soon. Until then, create some magic. Thank you.